Hi, I'm Teresa, owner of T3Fit, and you're listening to the T3Fit podcast, where scoliosis warriors and professionals come together. Here we talk about our scoliosis journeys and the emotional components it takes on from being a parent to being diagnosed with scoliosis and sometimes leading to surgery. It's a place where professionals share their expertise of treatments, from physical therapy to surgery, and so much more. So let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome to the T3 Fit Scoliosis podcast. On today's episode, I would like to welcome a very special person. I've known him uh, in the training world for a couple of years now, and he is co-owner of the Oleon House. The Oleon House. His name is Carlos, and he has a daughter who was diagnosed with scoliosis uh, many years ago. And I would like to invite him to the show to talk about that of the time that when she was diagnosed and how it has changed their relationship over time. I personally know that he has worked with her, training her, um, but I would like for him to tell his story and uh, just let's listen. Carlos, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thanks for having me, Teresa. I appreciate Absolutely. that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's an honor, actually. <laughs> Can you, can you tell us uh, when your daughter was diagnosed with scoliosis? So she got diagnosed at an early age. I think it was like six, five or six. I'm, not, I'm pretty sure it was like that, five or six. Um, okay. Yeah. And, and do you have any prior experience with scoliosis in your family? Oh, no. At all? Okay. Never. I mean, my mother has a slight curve on her back, but it's not. Uh, uh, like my daughter's case okay right okay it kind of yeah so you so you didn't know and this just kind of blindsided you at the time exactly and and what do you remember the doctors telling you at that time when she was diagnosed uh what do I remember always oh, my god it was so many years ago but I do remember being uh not hearing the diagnosis and but kind of being in a tunnel because I was almost like uh, it was I didn't know anything about it. It just sound bad. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It just, oh, scoliosis. Oh my gosh, she has this. I didn't really wasn't sure what it was. Yeah. So of course I pressed the panic button. And when he told me it was just uh, more of a, I stood, I was very quiet and just kind of like, didn't have any information on it. Didn't know anything. All I knew was just you know, photos of old ladies that we see. And this is what happens when you have, you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't know the procedures, what goes behind it. You can help right. it. So it was a bit of a shock at first. You know what I mean? I didn't know how to deal with it. It was almost like having a kid with a, a disease. Okay. You know? say, yeah. Because when you look at it online, it's like Google is heaven and hell. And you look up scoliosis and you see the worst of the worst. Exactly. How, how old was she when she was diagnosed? How old was she? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I said five. Okay. Yeah, okay. it was at a late Most kids get, I don't know what most kids get diagnosed at, an early age? Uh, it, it varies. It varies. Some are infants. Some get it in their early teens or just about like nine or so. But the, the spectrum varies greatly. Yeah. 
Um, and I'll tell you how we found out also because her uh, her gymnastic coach, so she must have been six, said okay. something. So they and noticed it. They noticed it right away. And 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 what happened then? She was going to gymnastics and it was then discovered. And then you guys took her to the orthopedic or or did exactly. they do you remember? Did they do the touchdown test? Do you remember? Exactly. All that. Okay. And and, and remember seeing that and I was like, oh my, oh my goodness. Like, wow, okay. Okay. I didn't even realize I, and I felt like such a bad parent because I didn't I didn't catch it. Yeah. You know, and I'm also a trainer. So as you know, if you don't yeah. catch things like that right away, it's like, oh my God, I'm I'm the worst parent, yeah. worst yeah. trainer ever. The so. the the hurt in your heart goes doubly hard. Yeah. Because you're like, yeah. what did I do wrong? Exactly. So, so she was diagnosed and, mm -hmm. and tell us then what happened after so she that, <clears throat> you know, we were fortunate enough to have uh, a, a, a circle of friends that are uh, are uh, very professional in that kind of in that field. OK, so we took her to, you know, a specialist and she said these are she's got a pretty bad case. She w did have a pretty she had to wear a brace for thir uh, from 13 till about 20. OK, so she wore a brace. 16 hour days so yep when they diagnosed us and she they were telling us again i go through tunnel vision i go through the panic her mother was a completely different because her mother's more she takes it in and she realized she does the research mm -hmm. i immediately went to a whole different zone because i just was scared for her and i didn't want her to suffer for the rest of her life yeah. but we listening went. to the doctors and through the years of um uh research uh, through the medical uh, field as well, and myself, there's hope. And knowing friends like yourself um, that had the issues, yeah. that still has the issue, um, hearing their story behind it as well. Yeah. So when you're involved in that situation, you're involved. So now you're in a, in a doctor's office with other kids that have the same situation. So yeah. you feel a little more at ease when that situation arises right it, it takes so, away it takes away the emotional space that you automatically fall into when you start to see like okay this is what we can do there are other kids out there who have this there are other people out there who have this who are living with it mm -hmm. and it and it just kind of you you kind of decompress a little bit correct and so she did so she had the brace and she, did she wear the brace? Uh, that, this was the battle. She didn't want to wear the brace. You know, again, who wants to wear a brace at 13 years old? And like, what's that underneath your coat and underneath your pants? Yeah. So again, we're in a situation. I was, it's a different situation. You know, uh, we had access to people that had access to all these things yeah. and, uh, and the medical field and, so they were recommending, and they uh, a bunch of uh, of uh, braces. You know, her mm -hmm. her mother had her uh, custom made brace so that it could feel better and look better on okay. her. When, okay. You know, so we tried to make it as comfortable as possible for her. Okay. But and, it was a mission to get her brace on. And and what was so she just fought you on every aspect of wearing the brace. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Remember that she is a kid still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's uh, oh. she's a teenager who doesn't want to, who just wants to do her thing and wants to quote unquote feel normal. Feel normal. 
feel normal. Without wearing a brace. Yeah. So, so what happened as time went on? She didn't wear the brace. Do you, so did time went on. And, progress? Yes. Or? So I'm sorry, I, I interrupted you. No, no, no. I was, did her curves progress? Tell us what happened as time went on. So yes, there was a big progression on her curve. And then, you know, slight. It should have been better. I mean, it could have been better, like, if she would have worn her. She, what happens is, like, she's supposed to wear it in the morning all mm -hmm. the way until she goes to bed. So okay. basically all day long. Okay. So as soon as she would go to school, she would take it off. Okay. So she would have it a few hours a day when she was before in the morning and then a few hours in the evening mm -hmm. but if she kept it on there was a lot of progression is what i'm saying okay but there would have been more there would have been more of a progression if she wore it consistently okay and you know when you say progression you mean her curves decreasing or increasing De uh, decreasing okay. right okay. it's getting better right so yeah. but so when she didn't wear it for a period of time also her back would hurt right because the you know what the brace does. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I don't know yeah. what the feeling is. So there was a lot of uh, distress. She she knew the consequences when she didn't wear the brace. Mm -hmm. Okay. So so did that entice her to wear the brace more? It did. It did when she got a little older. When she started, when she was sixteen, and she started taking because she's a dancer. She started mm -hmm. taking her dance serious. She, she knew she had to wear the brace, even sometimes when she danced. Okay. Okay. So, and and was she introduced? You and I have spoken about this um, off the record. Uh, did therapy was therapy referred recommended for her or? Absolutely. That okay. was a big. That therapy is three times a week. The physical therapy with a specialist like yourself, mm -hmm. and but that would be uh, would be her regimen. Okay. The, the Schroth therapy, which is specifically designed for people with scoliosis. Exactly. And has it helped her along the way? Yes. She feels so much better uh, when she does go to therapy. The okay. thing is, is that for her, she needs to work out and then go to PT. That's okay. her routine. Okay. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, she works out with me. You know, of course, I talk to her PT mm -hmm. very, I mean, like, I, I don't do, uh, I mean, I try to find ways so that we can communicate so that I won't hurt her, make right. her prop. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. want to, you know, that's what and I, I was... also watch. watch no, no, go, go ahead. Yep. I also watch people like yourself when you're working with people like that. Like if it's someone's working on someone that has mm -hmm. scoliosis, I pay attention. Yeah. That's, I was going to, that was going to be my next question. How is it? Cause I've seen you work with her uh, in person. And so how is it with, um, with the relationship of you guys when you are training her? <laughs> it's a, it's a uh, dad, so, you you're know, her dad, you're her trainer, but you're also somebody who is her father. So how do you separate the two? Or do the yeah, two so, get separated? <clears throat> so I, I really, I, I, I talk to her, like I would talk to her clients, seriously. Okay. Like, okay. do you have to do this? Or I'm, but you know, she's a very much like her mother. You know, in a good way. And I don't say this in a negative way. She's bossy. Okay. And bossy can be good. She knows what she wants and she knows what she wants to do. So she comes in and she goes, Dad, I want to work on this. And we were, or she calls me before, I want to work on this okay. part of my body. Okay. Because I've been working with my PT on my scoliosis. That, and, you know, so what we do is we kind of combine a combination, not of PT, mm -hmm. but of stuff that we can do 
that complements the PT. Okay. That I'm not, he's not working or she's not working against me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I'm not working against her. Yeah. So it's, it's all, it's all joint. She's very specific, as you said, which is good about targeting what she wants to target. And then the communication that you have with her therapist also helps so that she's not going to get injured or her curves are not going to increase along the way. Exactly. Exactly. So cool. Cool. Um, yeah. Tell us, tell us a little bit more about that. So she trains with the therapist three days a week. Correct. And then how often does she train with you? So she trains with me three days a week. She's usually here Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, or okay. Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. She'll okay. make that, you know, happen. So then she works with me for like 40 minutes. Okay. And, and then she goes to her therapist for another hour. Okay. And so that she gets her day in. You know, and also she dances. So the thing is, is there's a lot of, she's working. So she's getting her wellness team together. She has mm-hmm. her acupuncturist. She has her PT, which is most important. And she has me. Okay. And she has her massage therapist. So she has her wellness team pretty, pretty close together. Yeah. And we all communicate. So. That's great. That's great. It's great that it's such a joint effort because often, as you know, in the training world, you know, people, there's a therapist and then there can be a trainer and nobody communicates. Right. And then along the way, the, um, the patient or the client can get lost because everybody's right. kind of like just yeah. in their own world, in their own world. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think it's really, I think it's really important for at least the PT to connect with the trainer. I mean, yeah. any, with scoliosis or not in yeah. general. Yeah. You know, and right. and how is how is she doing now? How is how is life for your daughter now? Is she? Um, she's no actually race? really. I mean, you know, she's doing pretty well. She's acting. Uh, I mean, not acting, but she's modeling. Now, okay. see the thing about her modeling, which is, makes a difference. Listen again, she's a celebrity kid. You yeah. know, her mom is a very famous woman. Um, so as you know, Madonna. You know, so you know, so people are going to be attracted to you, no matter what. So the fact of the matter is that she's such a great dancer. People are hiring her for that. Mind you that, yes, she is Madonna's daughter, but she's making it out on her own right now. They, they're shocked when they see her come into a room and take over the room, yeah. especially when it comes to a campaign or uh, anything like that. So she's also directing music videos, I mean, not music videos, but uh, commercials for Adidas. And she nice. stars in them and puts all her friends in them and directs them. That's great. She writes them, creates a concept. So she's on the creative tip as well. And yeah. she just turned 25 years old. So happy birthday, Lourdes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I just want to say having, um, having a celebrity parent or grandparent doesn't define you. Right. You have your own identity. It does not define you. And uh, there, there I've come across people who are, celebrities um in their own right not to the degree that her mom is or was but and they have scoliosis and it's very interesting to see the dynamics of that um because sometimes it can just be debilitating but she's got you and she's got this whole team of health professionals who helped make her the best person possible with the body that she has and she's taking off with it, which is, you know, I mean, right. kudos to you, Carlos. Kudos <laughs> to you. Thank you. <laughs> I just made her. 
you did you know you 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 drove her in a direction that not it's not always the case yeah i had a lot of yeah i had a lot of input (laughs) yes Yes. Is there anything else that you would like to share with us on the T3 Fit Scoliosis podcast? No, I, I, I don't. I think you're just amazing and I love you and oh. uh, do this again anytime you want. Okay. And I'm sorry it took me so long, but you know how it is when you're opening up a new business. It's just love to see you come by the studio anytime. I totally will. But Carlos, I'd like to thank you personally for sharing your story with your daughter. Yeah. And her journey with scoliosis on the T3 Fit Scoliosis podcast. It has been, I've been waiting for this interview for a long time and I'm just like super excited that it finally happened. So I thank you Me so too. much for your time. I'm glad. I love you. Thank you so much. If you like this episode, chances are there's someone else out there who needs to hear it too. So it would be a huge favor to me if you'd go ahead and give us a five-star review. It helps me get the message out to more people. And if you need help moving in pain, then download my five free tips and I'll catch you on the next episode.